Each week at BNI for Success, we'll talk about referral networking that works. We'll discuss networking tips, strategies, and action steps that are designed to help entrepreneurs and businesses work together to create quality referral business and explore new opportunities. Shine the spotlight on our guest today, our executive director, Susan Goodsell. And, you know, I just want to mention a couple things that I know about Susan because I have known her as long as I have been in BNI. We won't age me. By the way, for those of you seeing my name on my screen, it's pronounced Cease. Welcome to BNI Decoded. But about Susan, she actually sent me some BNI highlights. And, and I love this first one because this is really how I know her, that she worked as a travel agent for Lunar Travel in, that was in the BNI headquarters. And uh, BNI headquarters used to own it. And her first experience was launching a new chapter so that she could hold the travel agent chair. I mean, can you imagine? Uh, that's really dedication. I want to be a part of BNI. I want to be a travel agent. I'm going to launch a chapter. But I always thought of Susan as the person who is the most adventurous spirit I have ever met. She would think nothing of getting on a plane, going to Greece, oh, which she actually did and became a training director over there for a year. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that's really um kind of indicative of who she is. She's also worked part-time as support services, which uh, was the opportunity department, we'll call it, for BNI International. <laughs> Did that for 12 years. During that time, uh, was a regional director, which is a position I also held. And that was for areas where you were not the franchisee and you weren't the executive director. I'm gonna not take up so much time because this is a short meeting today. Um, but I would like to welcome you, the executive director for the last 15 years for BNI Riverside and San Bernardino counties, who is going to talk today about, Susan, your topic. I am going to talk about change your words, change your results. Yay! And I actually can't wait. Thank you, everybody, for being here. This is an interesting presentation for two reasons. Number one, Number one, um, we're talking about BNI, but this isn't the topic. Isn't BNI? It's your business. It's your relationships. It's your children. It's your employees. So the concepts that we're going to go through today uh, are really applicable to a lot of areas of your life. Now, what we're going to cover: schemas, negative versus positive language, positive scripting. I'm going to give you a list of the top 25 positive power words for customer service self-talk and reframing. This is an hour presentation that I cut in half, but I didn't want to cut any topics. I would rather do bullet points and keep everything in. So I encourage you to set up a one-to-one with me or, you know, let's grab a cup of coffee or something and let's talk later. But we're going to talk about schemas. You have thousands of schemas and you may not know what they are. A schema is simply a pattern of thought that guides our behavior. It allows us to predict likely happenings and simply helps us to make sense of current experiences. And we have schemas for absolutely everything in life. Now, I want to share an example of a schema, and it's a, I don't know, 10 sentences, but I want you to listen to this example and tell me what it is. What is the schema for? Okay, ready? 
The procedure is actually quite simple. First, you arrange things into different groups. Of course, one pile may be sufficient depending on how much there is to do. If you have to go somewhere else due to lack of facilities, that is the next step. Otherwise, you're pretty well set. It's important not to overdo things. That is, it is better to do too few things at once than too many. In the short run, this may not seem important, but complications can easily arise and a mistake can be expensive as well. After the procedure is completed, one arranges the materials into different groups again, then they can be put into their appropriate places. Eventually, they'll be used once more and the whole cycle will have to be repeated. However, that is part of life. What is it? Organizing. Pretty good, yes. Doing the laundry. Yes! Okay, now that was Mike. Mike, had you ever heard this one before? Or did you really figure that out? I figured it out, believe it or not. I know it's hard to believe that, but I actually figured it no. out. Mike is one of the most intelligent people in the world and he just proved it. It's laundry. So, so why was it difficult? All of the words associated with washing clothes were eliminated. Formal text will always mislead you. And most importantly, there's no framework given, right? There was no schema activation. Now, I'm not going to go through and read the whole thing, but let me just read you the first part. If I take away all of these problems, the procedure is actually quite simple. First, you sort your laundry into different piles. For example, whites, colors, and delicates. Of course, one pile may not be enough. It depends on how much there is to do. If you have to go to a laundromat because you don't have a what, blah, 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 blah. You get it. So by giving a framework and by making things easier for you to understand, if I would have read the second version, you all would have picked up on it, all right? So what does that have to do with BNI? Well, a type of schema is an event schema. And that simply means what can I expect during a given event? BNI meetings are an event schema. So think about who's in the room in BNI. You may have visitors, guests, subs. You may have a member who's been a member for three weeks. You may have a member who's been a member for a decade. You may have directors, right? Does everyone in a BNI chapter meeting have the same schema? You might actually have people who had negative networking experiences. We've all had people in the room who are like, nobody told me I had to speak, who are terrified of public speaking. So when you've got all of these different schemas, ideas about how it should go in a BNI chapter meeting, I really want to open it. And you got to help me out. I'm talking fast today. So I want you to talk fast as well. Give me a couple ideas. How do we smooth the way for a good chapter meeting experience for visitors, guests, and subs? And go ahead and unmute. We're just going to popcorn it. Give me some ideas. Be interested in them. Ask them Excellent. Light humor. Good. Tell them that they're welcome. Show them that they're welcome. Good, Claudia, right? Make them feel welcome. What about the nuts and bolts of the meeting? Keep it on, keep it timely and productive and interesting. Sure. What about instead of just letting them walk into a meeting, whether it's on Zoom or in person, that we actually prep 
them for the meeting ahead of time and share expectations. Um, during the chapter meeting, we've got mm -hmm. to explain what terms are. What's a CEU? What's a one-to-one? -one? What's the power of one? What's the palms, right? All of this, they're not familiar with. We throw out those terms because we're familiar with BNI. Uh, you've already mentioned, a couple of you mentioned inclusion, including everyone. Always have a member with a visitor or a guest or a sub. Always, if you're in person, sitting next to them, not leaving them wandering around the room. Uh, a, an effective visitor orientation, hugely important. And then the last one I wanted to mention was to call them before the meeting. Once they've registered, pick up the phone, looking forward to meeting you, learning a bit more about your business. This is what you can expect. Did anyone have another one to add? There's so many things we can do so that they feel welcome during that meeting. Okay. Make sure they get the agenda right away instead of having to look for it. Perfect. Yeah, that's a good one. Did the call by name? Oh, love that, Joy. Yeah. They right. bring a sense of fun and play to it. For sure. Good. Excellent. So I remember think also. Uh -huh. Knowing who you're going to introduce that person to, if it's the chapter president or someone right. who you might know they'll get along with, get them started, make that first introduction and then leave them alone. They'll figure right. it out at that point. You're, you're bringing value to them, to them in the chapter meeting. So just remember that we walk into a meeting knowing exactly what it is. That's because we understand BNI at this level, but our visitors and guests understand it at this level and we have to help we have to help them along the way. So that's that's uh, schemas here. And I wish we had more time to spend on that one. I have some bonus material. I read this study and I had to share it. If you're in person, literally a study shows subjects holding warm coffee in advance, we're more likely to evaluate an individual as warm and friendly than those holding cold coffee. Have coffee, no iced coffee anymore at chapter meetings have coffee or tea or hot chocolate uh, in your office or set up one-to-ones with new members in a coffee shop. Bonus material, you got it right here. I love stuff like this, especially since I'm such a coffee fiend. All right, we're gonna talk negative language versus positive language. There is a physiological change to your body. It literally affects your brain. I want everybody to say you don't have to unmute. Pick a positive word and say it aloud. These are some I, some I put down. Joy. Joy. Yeah. Success. Love. Beautiful. All right. Well, guess what, friends? Hey, and if you didn't do it, do it right now anyway. Stay muted because this is important. You just kick-started the motivational center of your brain. You increased your cognitive reasoning and you strengthened areas of your frontal lobe. Boom. Now, this is straight out of a study as well. Interestingly, a single negative word can increase activity in our amygdala. That's the fear center of your brain and release dozens of stress producing hormones and neurotransmitters which interrupt the functioning of our brains, especially logic, reasoning, and language. A single negative word. 
And one of my favorite examples is a doctor's office with a shot. They tell you this will only hurt a little bit, right? Do you know that just hearing that will trigger the pain response in the brain long before you feel any physical pain at all? That's the power of words. Now, we all know this one. Big butts. We know that butt negates everything in front of it. Use and. Um, gosh, you know, uh, members really respect you, but you're always late. Should be members really respect you and you're often late. That was a really poor example, but use an and. But there's one exception. <laughs> you can use it in positive situations. This is mine right here. This is my script. No matter how frustrated you may be with someone who is locked out of business builder, quote unquote, or who can't seem to do it, my response is simply, I'm sorry for the challenges logging into BNI business builder, but with this reset link, we'll get you right in, right? But with this, we'll get you right in. And notice I didn't say I'm sorry for your challenges. Don't play the blame game. And no matter what, I am sorry they're having a challenge. So this is a, this is a time that it's appropriate to use but when you're following it with something positive. All right, next piece is negative language being trans, uh, transferred to positive language. These you need to work on because they're so ingrained in us, no problem. Okay, our brain is gonna get rid of the no. Who said there was a problem? What's the problem? Simply respond, certainly, of course, my pleasure. Have you ever asked somebody how they're doing and it's like, eh, I've been worse, not bad. It doesn't give you warm fuzzies and want to cause you to want to sit and talk with them. I'm good, I'm doing great. Can't complain, switch it to, hey, things are going really well, thanks for asking. So we have a lot of opportunities in small talk, hint, hint, open networking situations where we're coming across with negative language when we could flip it around pretty easily. Positive scripting, oh my goodness. You're surrounded by negative scripting and maybe you're not noticing it or you're noticing it, but it hasn't been a problem that you've identified. If we tell customers what they shouldn't do, we're serving the needs of the company, but we're not serving the needs of the customer. And whether it be a recording, a verbal communication, or written communication, we should always serve the needs of the customer first. We've all got them. How many times do you get an email that says, please do not reply to this message as the mailbox is not monitored, right? All the time. Tell us what we should do. You can easily switch that around by simply saying, for questions about your order, please contact so-and-so at or call this number. Now, once you've told the client or customer what to do, you can take that sentence and at the end of it in parentheses put, you know, please do not reply to this message or please do not contact this email address. But the most important thing is to tell them what to do. And I have an example of this that happened at Christmas. I ordered a customized Christmas gift didn't show up. I went back to the confirmation email they sent. All it said was, please do not reply to this message. 
no contact info. There wasn't even contact info on their website. So what did I do? Disputed it with a credit card company. They reached out in 24 hours. <laughs> but was that a positive customer experience? They made it right. They resolved it. They shipped it the next day. I got it. But will I order from them again? Yeah, probably not. Okay. You know who does a really good job at positive scripting? BNI. BNI Engage, which is the um, auto generated letters for visitors and for attendance. They, they've done it right. If you look at an attendance letter, these three phrases are actually in them. If you want to check your reported absences in BNI Connect, click here, here, and here. Maybe I don't want to click here, here, and here. It also says, or talk to your chapter vice president. I now have two solutions that I can do to check my absences. And at the bottom of those letters, it says, if you're having a challenge with a sub, please reach out to the leadership team. So I do have to give a shout out for, for BNI because they've got this piece right. And I think it is really, really important. Okay. All right. I'll take a breath now. I know I'm racing. Thanks for hanging in there with me. Words have power. And this one, I'd like you to take a screenshot of pretty please. These are the top 25 positive words for customer service from somebody who looks at this stuff. I don't remember the source but it's not English, US English, it's British English. So I'm imagining it may be in the UK. But what do the first six words, the top six words, what do they have in common? Somebody unmute. The end in L-Y. Bingo. They all end in L-Y. And these are ranked, by the way. Okay. Surprisingly, if you start a sentence with a word ending in L-Y, what follows is regarded as truth and is really hard to object to. Ah, see what I did there? Surprisingly, but it actually is, is true. So take a, take a shot of that. And what I want you to consider in BNI too, this is really, really good for a visitor orientation. A lot of what we're talking about is good for your visitors. All right, future tense, speaking of which, this is a really powerful language tool. And I think every visitor orientation, this should be the highlight. So you'll look forward to, uh, you'll look forward to being a valued member of this chapter. You'll love whatever the experience is, right? Um, you'll love seeing how much business this chapter generates for its members. You'll really enjoy our online learning platform, right? Isn't that better than a laundry list of this is what we offer? And think about your own company when you're with a customer or a client, right? You'll love what? Because you know what? When I just said you'll love whatever, I was smiling. I didn't even think about that. It's using future tense in a positive way. It primes people, right? So... Another little bonus is if you use the words you will 
it can sound like a command, like you're telling someone to do something, you're giving an order. Use the contraction, use you. It's a soft and fuzzy, warm and friendly word. So all of these little tiny things are just so fascinating, but they really, they really do help. They really do matter. All right, you didn't think we'd get through this presentation without self-talk, right? What we say to ourselves matter. Uh, oh, I can never remember names. I'm not a morning person. I really suck with technology. These thoughts actually become your reality, your identity, right? Now, I don't know if anybody on here was part of the BNI book club in January. It was Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits actually has a chapter devoted to this. And the whole point is focus on who you wish to be rather than what you want to achieve. And I started doing this. And my little phrase of self-talk is now, I'm a person who. So I can never remember names. I'm a person who pays attention when I'm introduced to someone because I want to make a real connection. Uh, if you're a person who says, oh, I'm not a morning person, well, maybe you switch it to, I'm a person who takes 30 minutes every morning to have a cup of coffee and read a chapter in a book, set my intentions for the day, uh, chat with my spouse, whatever it is. So I do want to take a couple minutes, unmute yourself. What I want to hear you say is a negative thing you tell yourself about your identity. And then we're going to help you say, I'm a person who. So, dun, dun, dun. who's going to be first? I'll start. Yay, Lisa. It's good to see you. Yeah, there I am. Okay. I'm terrible with technology. Excellent. So how can we reframe that to I'm a person who... Oh. And anyone can unmute and help. Appreciates technology experts. Nice. Nice, Kathy. How about I'm a person who wants to understand technology? Oh, Laura, love that. Love I have a I have a great opportunity to learn more about technology. Susan, um, I was actually gonna say the same thing as Lisa. I was gonna say I really suck at technology, but I've been telling myself now that I'm proud of how much more I know about ah. technology because These you know I, yeah. you know I I'm not sure that I want to know more no, <laughs> but but I'm just I'm just telling myself though that I'm proud of what I've learned has Perfect. turned it around for me quite a bit I love all of these Lisa was that helpful to you Yes, definitely. Thank you. I'm, I'm a person who am at, this is me really. I'm a person who's really having fun on YouTube learning about technology. I'm a person who reaches out to my daughter for IT support because she knows what, <laughs> she knows what I don't. Natasha, you raised your hand. Um, I have low self-esteem. Okay, good. I have low self-esteem. So how can we, you're a person who... Who can help? I'm a person who enjoys improving the way I speak to myself. 
Nice, Allison. I'm, how about, um, I'm worthy of, of, um, of having self-esteem. I'm, I'm worthy of, um, I, I think when that telling us ourselves, I mean, you know, that we're worthy of uh -huh. whatever it is we want, um, just that's my two cents. Perfect. No, I'm a person who values myself. I'm a person who has made great strides and is looking forward to learning even more about myself. Or I'm a person who is open about reaching out to those I love for help. Right. Natasha, do any of those help? Um, it's a work in progress. Thank you. I like that phrase. I'm a work in progress and am proud of myself for the gains I've made. I'm, I'm getting better and better each and every day. Allison, that's awesome. Good. No, I was thinking. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm a person from everything works out. I love it. I love it. How about, I have one. Can I say one? Yeah, go ahead. I'm a person who takes care of myself. Oh, I like that. I like that one too. Okay, I have one more. I have one more. Okay, go I'm ahead. A person, I'm a person who is proud of her accomplishments because we forget how much we really have done. Mm -hmm. okay. Nice. We could probably do a whole workshop just on this one, but boy, thank you for the suggestions. And think about areas in your life uh, and reframe it. I'm a person who, I'm a person who, who what? Because you know what? If you read one page, you're a reader. If you write one page, you're a writer. If you get one workout in, you're an athlete or someone who values their health. All right. So self-talk. All right. This is our last piece and it's reframing. Bob uh, Nicole was a BNI director, a friend of BNI many moons ago, and he wrote a book called Remember the Ice. And this is one of my favorite stories. Some of you long timers will know it. Uh, Bob lives in Phoenix and he had a little mini mart in his neighborhood. Phoenix, 110 degrees, summer day. He goes into the mini mart and the owner had a sign behind the cash register that said, don't forget the ice. Bob deals in neurolinguistics. He said, how is ice selling? The manager said, manager, owner, I don't know what it was, uh, said, yeah, not so well. Bob said, you got a piece of paper and a marker? He wrote out two signs that said, remember the ice, and they put the two signs behind the cash registers. Two weeks later, Bob's going by, the manager runs out. Sales of ice increased 500%. By changing that sign from don't forget to remember. Really, really powerful. Also powerful with your children, if I might say. This is my favorite one. Well, first of all, on the top here, the human brain always processes verbs first, and then you act on them. So the don't or the, you know, no, or the don't forget we're going to ignore that. We're going to set it aside and do what comes after it. So don't touch wet paint. I know you do it too. You don't go in and sit or put your whole palm, but admit it. You go up and you poke it, don't you? Because you want to see if it's wet. So I found this meme for that. I thought it was really cute. All righty. So let's talk. Cease, I promise I'll be wrapping up 
in three or four more minutes. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about some opportunities to reframe in BNI. Core groups is a really good one. These are personal. I thought about these really hard before I put this slide together. I used to tell core groups, newly forming chapters, by the way, this is the hard part every week. This is the hard part. It gets easier. It gets better. You know, we're not about the referrals right now. I don't do that anymore. You know what I say now? This is the fun part. And I don't care if there's only four people at an interest meeting. This is the fun part. You get to form the culture of this group. You get to make decisions on the when and the where we meet on the venue. And most importantly, you get to be a founding member. And three or four years from now, when we look back on all of the success and the referrals and the closed business, there's a pride there that I did this. I was part of this. Oh my gosh, that is so much better than this is the hard part. Hang in there, stick with it. Member success program is the single most irritating policy in BNI because it is literally like written on the stone tablets at Mount BNI. Thou shalt do member success program in 60 days or thou will never be allowed to do a feature presentation. That's horrible. That's horrible. Here's the script to a new member. If I could show you or share with you one thing you could do to increase your referrals by more than 30% in your first year, are you open to it? Complete member success program within 30 days. Boom, bingo, done. The what's in it for me, right? You've got to reframe. Don't ever, we always say in, in my team, don't ever say the P word. The P word is policy. No one cares. Acronyms or phrases that are unknown to attendees, and we already talked about that, uh, all of those acronyms that, acronyms that we use in BNI, that actually makes people feel like they're not included, right? And uh, barriers can go up. So get rid of all of those acronyms or phrases. And again, this is your business as well. You know what the acronyms stand for, I don't. And then lastly, visitor orientation. One of my favorite phrases is privilege, things that are a privilege of membership. So rather than listing BNI benefits, why don't you talk about the privileges of membership, right? Um, and then use that future tense. Well, you'll want to submit your online application, right? Way better than do you want to join? Uh, so those are some areas that we can reframe in BNI. And Cease, this is the last thing. Now, I don't know, instead of Q&A immediately, if we can take five minutes for a breakout, it may be more useful. What I'd like to do is just like three to a room, a little group, five minutes, your business, your verbal or written material, your employees, uh, spouse, partner, other relationships, your children, the number one way to get your children to not do their homework is thanks for joining us this week on BNI podcast for success. Make it sure to visit be. our website BNI for success or BNI podcast for success.com where you can subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and, and Google Podcasts, so you'll never miss a show. Our networking success ask this week is that you tell a friend about BNI for success. All right, Dave's going to go ahead and set you into random. Um, breakouts where you 
they're going to go for a five minute total, so you'll have four minutes and a one minute count. Perfect. Perfect. Because we've got 13 minutes left, right? Yeah. Yeah. The last 15 minutes are designed for everybody to be able to communicate and perfect ask you everything and so share with one another uh you know an op take some just one thing don't chat take one thing that may be negative anything that we've covered and reframe it and then come back and we'll get a couple examples welcome back i'm going to put my info in the chat if i can answer any questions but just like three shares Tell me the negative in the reframe, if you want to share. Not everybody um, wants. We really, I, I was so lucky to have a member out of Joy's region in my, um, in my breakout room. You know, Del's a cool dude, and um, we really got together, and we both agreed that you know, um, changing that language and, um, and being kinder. To be give more, us an example. Um, Red, I'm give sorry. us an example. Give me an example. We only have a couple minutes. I'm we sorry. talked about the example of the whole tech thing, and we the just tech? got more involved in that. So that was really what our big conversation was. So, do you have a statement to share with us? A reframe for it? My yeah. statement. My statement would be that I always do at the start of any ten-minute talk. I always announce how how much I hate uh, technology. Uh-huh. So now I'm going to say, you know what? I've been learning a lot about this technology and I'm starting to kind of like it. I love it, Dale. Someone else, I'd like to get like two more examples because this is motivating. I have one, Susan. Yeah, where, go ahead. Where one of my, and I'll call it a negative comment with my associates or coworkers many times is, I believe in returning calls timely, voicemails especially. I think it's very important. Um, so one of my negative phrases is, you know, gosh, I didn't hear anything back from you, from your voicemail. Uh, you know, it's important that you respond timely. And okay. my rephrase to that is, while I understand we're all very, very busy, it's important to our customers to return phone calls timely from voicemail messages because they need to understand that we do care about what their needs are. Nice. Nice. We care about their needs. That's way better. One more. I'll go. Go ahead. So in our group, we talked about visitor orientation and me being a newer vice president for taking over for someone that I don't love the way the orientation sounds. So to reframe it to say, you know what, we would love to have you see the behind the scenes of this amazing Broadway production that we do in our chapter, which is put on a great chapter meeting. So just reframing like that it. into orientation. And Susan said, orientation is like for freshmen in college, right? <laughs> That's what you're actually doing. So just making it sound a little bit better. I love that. I really do. So to conclude, change your words, change your results. I promise you, whether you implement one thing I talked about or everything I talked about, it, it'll change things for you. So thank you for being here. I think we have like four minutes if anyone has any questions or wants to do another share. Oh, remember to do the... uh, I love that. Remember to do the dishes and help out mom. Love that. You know, I really had fun today. So there. It was great. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.
Thank you, everybody. Uh, Thank you. Mike, remember, Mike's the only one who figured out the laundry scenarios. Uh, yes, do claim or log one CEU for today. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week on BNI Podcast for Success. Make sure to visit our website, BNI for Success, or BNI Podcast for Success.com, where you can subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, so you'll never miss a show. Our networking success ask this week is that you tell a friend about BNI for Success.